Welcome to the Next Steps to Better Days podcast with your Next Step coach, Adonis Lindsay. Hey everybody, Adonis Lindsay here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Next Steps to Better Days podcast. I'm always excited uh, to be bringing you guys these podcasts and I'm really excited because uh, you guys are just doing a fabulous job of helping me spread the word about the Next Steps to Better Days podcast. You're sharing it with your friends and family on your social media. So I'm always seeing more subscribers uh, to the podcast. So that means more people are being inspired, encouraged uh, by things that we're talking about. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Once again, all my faithful listeners and subscribers for helping me get the word out about Next Steps to Better Days podcast. I'm excited about today's podcast. Got a very special dear friend in the studio. Her name is Monica Smelter, and uh, you will meet no one else like her. She's one of a kind, and she's just a dynamite woman. Uh, We're going to be talking a little bit about her book, Messy to Meaningful. Uh, I I think a lot of people are going to connect with this uh, particular subject on this podcast because it's all about helping people take some next steps to have a better life, to to get the junk cleaned up, and to move forward. So that's why I'm so excited to have her here in the studio. And Monica, once again, she's a dear friend of my family. She's helped us so much with uh, our TV program, just giving us some tips and pointers on that. And she's also the station manager of WHTN TV station. It's right here uh, in the Middle Tennessee area, and she's been doing that for a long time. But enough about me telling you about her. I want you to hear from her yourself. Monica, welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for coming out to the studio. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be able to talk with you and everybody today. Well, I'm just so thrilled to have you here, Monica. And you know, I want the listeners to get to know just a little bit about you, your background, especially with your television. I mean, you are just all over with TV and you, uh, you're you author, you're a speaker. And so once again, I think I mentioned it earlier that you've been uh, the station manager for about 20 years there. So tell us just a little bit about that. Yeah, so I have been the station manager for just over 20 years, and it's absolutely wonderful to be a part of media and being a part of influencing and encouraging people to be their very best and to fulfill God's plan for their life. And so that involves a lot of different responsibilities. And while, you know, it's got that responsibility part of it, I like to encourage the team there for us to all pull together and have fun and just be a part of encouraging Nashville and Middle Tennessee. I love that about you, Monica, it's like because when when we're out there at the studio and we're doing some filming and and you've been kind enough to invite me out to come help do some of the hosting on that, I I see that you're (laughs) the way I see you in the studio is the same way I see you outside of the studio. And and I think that is so just key and so important for people to uh, know that you're genuine because you are, Monica. And and it's like the way you with your staff, the way you with guests, the way you treat me and my family. I mean, you are always one way. And I love that about you. Oh, thank you. And that's what I shoot for, you know? It's like I... Every single day for us all to be our best, to be positive, to be kind, it makes my life better as well as everybody that I work with (laughs) and my family, my relationship with you and your family. I think if we all make an effort to put our best foot forward. Yes, yes. You know, and then uh, it's it's like, you know, because so many times I think you see you can see people and it's like they're one way. 
especially when lights, camera, action. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like they're on, yes. but you're on yes. all the time. Yes. And I love that about you. Uh, when, when you're doing your TV, when you're just talking to people. And now you also have your own TV program. It's called Bridges, correct? Yes. And yes. so uh, I see that often. And so tell us a little bit about that because, I mean, you're giving some 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 amazing words. You, you're, you're ministering to people. You're encouraging people. So tell us a little bit about that. So I've been doing daily television with the Bridges show for just over 20 years as well. Wow. And so that is an amazing long time to keep a show on the air. But what makes it easy is that I look at every program as a treasure and that I want to offer positive help and encouragement to everybody. Mm -hmm. And it was so nice of you to say that I have the same personality everywhere. You know, I try to be the same way, consistent. And I try to reflect in Bridges, you know, that we're all just people. As wonderful as that is, we're people. We have good days. We have bad days. We all have flaws. But to hang in there and to be positive. And when I mess up, to just be able to say to the audience or to my family or to you, you know, I messed up. Shouldn't have said that. Sorry about it. Let's move forward. Let's, let's, let's move on. Yes. Let's keep rolling. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Exactly. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I love that show. And man, just hats off to you for doing that for, for over 20 years. Thank and you. so Monica, uh, real quick, I, you know, the listeners are listening right now. So where can they go just to find out more information about uh, Bridges, WHTN, and, and more about you? Yeah. So uh, my website is my name. It's monicaschmelter.com. And so if somebody's outside of the viewing area of Bridges, we've got all of the programs there uploaded so that people can watch them. They can find out about the books, my faith story, a little bit about my background and why I think it's so important, you know, to treat people right and to be honest, to be genuine. You know, those are the things that build up our life. They build our families. They build our relationships. They do. They do. And that's, that's great character. I think it's so important how you treat people. I mean, that takes you a long, long way. I'm always telling our kids, uh, you know, we, we're just always in that teaching moment. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, you know, sometimes when they get into it as brother and sister, yes. it's like, hey, if you if you're gonna treat each other like that, it's not gonna take you far in life. Mm-hmm. And this is how you need to treat one another. Yeah. When we see when we're outside in public, it's always like, hey, when you're kind to people, just like you were. That's going to go a long, long way. A very long way. And you know, I've learned the older I get, the more that you keep circling back to people. So if you didn't end that relationship well, (laughs) or you didn't walk right, it's going to come back in a bad way. But for us to realize it builds our inner strength to treat people right. If even if somebody is unkind to me or a work situation comes up or in our local church, I make it my goal to treat them right, yeah. regardless. And I know that that's building my inner strength. So it makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. I know it pleases God and it makes me more peaceful at home. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> makes everybody happy. Sure does. Makes everybody happy. <laughs> when mama's happy, everybody's happy. And you know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. Well, Monica, that is amazing. And I want to get a little bit into your book. Uh, for this first segment, uh, Messy to Meaningful. Uh, now, I want you to tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I think the title says a lot, but I know there's more to that. So tell us a little bit about that. And then also, why did you write this book? So Messy to Meaningful is just to say, for all of us, life gets messy on a lot of different occasions. And how can we look at some of that mess? How can we learn from it to go from what's messy to make it 
to making that meaningful. And the book kind of started as a conversation about a junk drawer, <laughs> you know, and how we kind of collect things over time. We don't know what to do with it. So mm, it goes in the junk drawer. Some people have junk rooms, but over time, it can just become over stuff so that you can't close the drawer. <laughs> and so I look at that in that this uh, as a spiritual example or in our relationships that one day we'll call it maybe the straw that broke the camel's back like I yeah. can't take this anymore. You're done. Yeah. And that's a sign that we've been collecting stuff over time and haven't dealt with it and when we don't that junk keeps us from moving forward. So the book is about creating a tool and a resource in a fun way to help us sort through the junk so we can move forward. That is that is amazing. That is uh, one of the most amazing analogies when, when you brought up about the junk drawer. <laughs> as soon as you said that, and I see it on the cover of your book, <laughs> Messy to Meaningful, uh, it's got uh, some paper clips and stuff there. And it's like, when I think of, as soon as you said junk drawer, That's you know right. where my mind went to? Hmm. Our junk drawer exactly. in our kitchen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's to the point. It's like, it frustrates me to even go through the drawer, mm-hmm. Monica. And and it's like that's the first resort when we're looking for something. Mm-hmm. We're looking there. Yes. And it's like then you gotta you gotta pull all this junk out, mm-hmm. spread it on the counter, mm-hmm. and you know, hopefully you find the one item you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest frustration, okay, now I got to cram all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Adonis, what we think, we're putting all this stuff back in the drawer and we think, okay, one day I'm going to sort through this oh, junk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that one day really doesn't come. It, it happens comes. again. I'm looking for, you know, where a receipt is or where yeah. is this or where is that? And so then I go through the junk drawer and I tell myself again, we're going to clean this out. And I say in the book at one point, you know, when it comes to junk drawers, I'm an overachiever because I even have a junk drawer at work. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just something that resonates with people. Yeah. We know that that part of us as human nature that we just want to store stuff. We don't know what to do with it. And we throw it, put it, file it in the junk drawer. In the junk drawer because mm-hmm. we don't want to deal with it. Right. And a lot of times, you know, just, you know, looking at the physical part of that in our junk drawer, there's a lot of trash that can be thrown yes. away mm-hmm. and it's just taking up space. Yeah. Monica. And we don't need it. Yeah. But we're afraid to throw it away because why? <laughs> we might need it. We tell it ourselves, someday. <laughs> okay, one day I'm going to need that. Yeah. It's or like you, that fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I let this go, or I've had heard people say things like, you know, that could be worth money someday. <laughs> well, what day? <laughs> what day? That's not going to be worth money. But we tell ourselves these lies. Exactly. We don't mean to. We placate ourselves. Well, I could need it. The fear of just letting something go. go. Yeah. And a lot of people hold on to, I then they get even when it's a, 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 a negative issue mm-hmm. it's for lack of a better term it's provided some sort of comfort for them mm-hmm. monica right uh and and that's why i i love this book and i love your message of helping free people uh from that lie because that's if something is negative you don't need to be holding on to it you know that's, if it's toxic you don't need to be holding on to it you know, that's the whole thing we hold on to toxic words yeah toxic memories maybe even toxic relationships. And I think, Adonis, you said the perfect word there. We hold on to it because maybe it's familiar, it's comfortable. Even though it hurts, it's what we've been doing for years, so we don't know life without it. So we keep thinking, well, someday I'm going to do better. Someday I'm going to let that go and start a new job. Or someday I'm going to go back to school. Or someday I'm going to sit down and have a talk with this important person in my life. But someday doesn't come. It doesn't come. It never comes. No. And then all of a sudden, we're on this repeated cycle. Yes. Yes. Going through the motions, uh, 
and and the herd is growing mm-hmm. but but we once again i think we buy into the lie of this is our comfort zone right and we've got to get past that and if you're a listener and you're listening right now uh i know i know this is hitting you on some level of your life and i mean it's it's definitely uh you're it's on time and it's time for you uh to open up that drawer and we're not just talking about a physical drawer That's but right. the drawer of your heart your mind your emotions your will you've got to open that up and begin to deal with some of the things that have slowed you down over the years things that have uh just uh have been in the back of your mind that you've just told yourself i don't I, i'll just i don't have time no make time to make things right, to free yourself so that you can go on and live the life that God wants you to live. Now, you know, Monica, in your book, I know you talk, you guys talk about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw one of the chapters, you talked about duct tape. <laughs> now that is, <laughs> duct tape is the almighty fix all. That's right. You know, we see mm-hmm. it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, duct tape it. And so tell us a little bit about that because I think a lot of people, try to do this quick fix Mm -hmm. and it just does not work, Monica. Because it's a quick fix that isn't a fix at all. Yeah. And we do it in a lot of different areas. And in this particular chapter in duct tape, we deal with a friend of mine and the stories that I tell in there are all, you know, they're true stories, but I change names to protect the innocent and for redemption. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I always say protect the innocent and the guilty. You know, that's right. You know, that's right. And so a really good friend of mine uh, shared with me that she has a a daughter who has struggled with addiction, substance abuse, addiction to drugs. And it really started when she looked back at the situation it started with these quick fixes even when her daughter was in elementary school her daughter wouldn't do her homework and my friend would step in she'd say she'd feel embarrassed but she'd do the homework she would rescue her daughter from consequences and all of a sudden you know time goes by much more quickly than what we think and she realizes that on certain occasions it seems that her daughter is altered she's it things aren't happening the way that they should she goes off to college and she ends up you know, it, it becomes known that she has a substance abuse program uh, problem. And so as a family, my friend, her husband, and their daughter, they finally have that hard talk. Mm-hmm. That instead of trying to make it look right, instead of trying to make excuses for her daughter, like one time her daughter had come to a family get-together, and she was altered, and my friend didn't know why, but wow. she told she told her family, oh, doctor prescribed medicine. She's just yeah. having an allergic trying reaction. trying to cover up. Cover up. Make this thing look good. Finally, my friend got to the point of, I don't I don't care how this looks to anybody. I want to go to the root yeah. and fix it. Yeah. And it took a while for her daughter to want help. But even before her daughter wanted help, my friend went to celebrate recovery. She started getting counseling. Awesome. Her husband finally signed on. And now this family is thriving. They're thriving. They're, they're shopping, going on vacation to, together. Her daughter's a, a teacher in elementary school. She is wow. drug free. Yes. But yes. it happened with you know what? I want to deal with this mess. I don't want to lie about it. I don't want to rescue. Yeah, we're going to pray, but we're going to go do the hard work of counseling. We're going to get accountable, be transparent. And this family has turned around. Yeah, that is amazing. That that is an awesome testimony. And I love that because it's like, you know, you just said, you said, you know, yes, we're going to pray, but we're also going to do the hard work. That's that messy work, Monica, that people don't like to do. That's right. That's right. And it's like when when you're dealing with your issues, your junk and your funk and things that have messed you up over the years, you're going to get a little messy. That's right. Okay. But if you stay the process, 
it's going to get cleaned up as well. That's right. Because we're going to, and what, what the message of this book is like, don't be afraid of the messy. Yeah. Let's just get in there. Let's just be extremely honest. And of course, we're going to pray. But my goodness, if we need counseling, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. And if we're yeah. in a lot of debt and we got some stuff we can sell, that might be hard, but let's let it <laughs> let's go. Do it. Exactly. Pay off some bills. You know, this is all about. Taking back charge the life that God has entrusted us. That's amazing. That's amazing. Monica, you said a mouthful, and and uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap this segment up. I want you to pray for somebody that's out there listening to this podcast right now. Uh, But then we're gonna bring you back for another segment because I want you. I want to talk about this. This. uh, how do I say it? Seven day demessify challenge. Yes. <laughs> That's a new word, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that they've come up with demessify. But I think uh, if, if, if you stick around and you listen mm-hmm. to segment number two, uh, it's going to really challenge you and inspire you to open up that junk drawer and, and, and start getting messy so that you can get on the way to a yes. clean success future for yes. yourself. But Monica, right now, if somebody's mm-hmm. out there listening, I want you to pray for the person right now that, this podcast has really hit them in the yes. heart. Yes. And throughout this whole podcast, they've been thinking about their personal junk mm. drawer. Yes. Not a physical drawer, but in their heart, yes. their mind, their emotions. And they they need a push. Yes. And they need strength beyond their own strength to start moving forward. I want you to pray for that person Absolutely. right now, Monica. Father, we come to you right now in Jesus' name. And I, Father, lift up that person or those people listening Mm -hmm. to this podcast right now. And I ask you give supernatural strength to face the messy, to face the junk drawer of their heart, and that, God, you give them all the strength they need to sort through and come through to the other side, Father, stronger, better, and to find what's truly meaningful, the good plans that you have for them. Father, move on hearts right now and mm-hmm. give them the strength they need to face the messy, knowing that you're going to walk them through to the, to the meaningful. Yes. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Monica, it's been a joy having you Thank in you. the studio. Thank you so much for coming out. And listen, if you've been listening, you've got to get a copy of this book, uh, Messy to Meaningful. And once again, Monica, you've just done an amazing job. And I know you you co-wrote this with several other ladies. Yes, two two other women, mother-daughter writing team, Rhonda Ray and Kaylee Ray. And, you know, one is a single millennial. Rhonda's got like five or six beautiful grandchildren. So <laughs> you get a lot of voices, a lot of different perspectives. Yes. but all the same thing about let's face this messy yeah. with God's help Different stages and let's of life. move on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I love it. I love it. So Monica, where can our listeners go uh, once again to get a copy of this book? Well, it, you can get it on, at any bookstore, Amazon. Okay. We've got a website, MessyToMeaningful.com. You can get it that way also. Awesome. You heard her, guys. MessyToMeaningful.com. You can get it there or it's anywhere books are sold, online, yes. Amazon, Barnes & Noble. So make sure you get yourself a copy and uh, do yourself a favor too. Here's the deal. If there's somebody in your life that's close to you and uh, you know they've got a junk drawer and, and, and that junk drawer has brought some irritation between you two, do yourself a favor and them a favor and get them a copy. Gift it to them. And I guarantee you it's going to make your life a lot better as well uh, by helping somebody else get the messy cleaned up so they can get on to the way of their life being meaningful okay guys hey listen thank you for joining in god bless you guys and always remember it's never too late to make your next days your best days you've been listening to the next steps to better days podcast with your next step coach adonis Lindsay. for additional resources or coaching please visit adonis 